Hello and welcome to episode two of War Down South, a fortnightly Warhammer podcast hosted by myself, Callum Slater, and my uh, good friends, Ricky Robson. Hey. And Sam Nice. Uh, he's not actually going to be in the intro this week because we are recording uh, without him. Um, so uh, this week we will be following on from our discussions in episode one uh, about our first impressions of uh, Warhammer 40k 9th edition. Uh, Ricky and I have now got some games under our belt, so we'll just be going over some brief descriptions of those and um, how we think we'll be adapting our, our plans, our armies and our strategies going forward for that. But first of all, uh, we will be going through the uh, news of the week, uh, including the Games Workshop FAQs, the big announcement about Space Marines, and all of the new releases uh, and pre-orders for the coming and past weeks. So sit back, relax, grab a stiff drink, let's have some fun. Cheers. Okay, brilliant. So thanks for joining us on our uh, uh, second episode. Uh, I'm once again your host, Callum, and I am again joined by my co-hosts, Ricky. Hey. And Sam. Hey. hey. So how are you guys doing this week? Wonderful. Yeah, yeah, why? Yeah, why? Absolutely why? wonderful. Why? That's all good to hear. I know that. How the, about uh... you? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm all good, thank you. I'm uh, been slowly roasting over the last couple of weeks. It's nice to get uh, <laughs> a bit of miserable British weather to. Has it? To cool has it been warm? Down. Has it? <laughs> <laughs> it's been uh, disastrous for uh, people like me. Um, <laughs> so um, yeah, but uh, but, but Fat, a... bold. <laughs> All right, <laughs> so, so sweaty. <laughs> uh, so not not too bad then. Have uh, so what have you guys been up to hobby wise uh, since we last talked over two weeks ago? You want to field this, Rick? Go for it. Um, I I literally ordered um, my first custodian guard squad. Um, so they. Uh, They've arrived. They are shiny. I've um, pulled them out of the box and I have eyed up sprues. Um, That's not elder. This is wrong. Yeah, this is getting uh, is this getting saucy. <laughs> <laughs> I have also ordered other custodian guards. Um, so as far as hobby has actually gone, I have purchased products. I have brought products into my home. I have laid products down on my hobby table and I have admired products. Um, for the moment, I, uh, I've got a plan for them. Um, so uh, I haven't started building them just yet. Just going to put a few of them, uh, stack a few boxes together, and, and check out how they're going to work to to make sure that uh, the idea that I've got behind them is uh, is going to work. Uh, so nothing's been built yet, but I'm starting to collect the new uh, the new army, um, and uh, and hopefully uh, in the next uh, week or so, I can start uh, assembling and uh, hopefully forming. The idea that I have in my head. Brilliant. Okay. So Ricky's been buying stuff and then immediately not doing anything with it and then buying new stuff like a good capitalist. Um, what about you, Sam? <laughs> what have you been up to? Despite the unfathomable heat in my flat over the last week, I've had a very busy hobby time. Um, it turns out 32 degree heat is the best heat for having your uh, weathering powders dry nice and quickly onto your big <laughs> stilly tanks. So <laughs> I've, I've been finishing those up this week and I have started a 
large production line of bases for my new Grey Knight project, which you may or may not have have fallen off of your <laughs> your, your wagon and into mine. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I'm currently mass producing 40 mil bases um, as I have felt the need to go back to a very shiny old friend and cast lots of psychic powers. No, that's uh, that's. That's great, and yes, I, I I fell off the Grey Knight wagon. They were in a box because I got distracted by uh, Grey Knights. So uh, I decided to uh, do a little bit of care in the community and donate them to Sam, and uh, oh, uh, so they'd actually get <laughs> so they'd actually get some use. Uh, <laughs> I didn't realise but... we were accepting donations. I mean, Custodies <laughs> and Grey Knights would have gone well together then. <laughs> Damn it. That's okay. Sam's a bit more special than you. Um, <laughs> he, he needs more help and donations in life. <laughs> well, Sam, Sam did um, lovingly uh, trade me his, uh, his his wonderfully painted uh, Imperial Knight army for them. So um, uh, okay. they're, uh, they're going to sit on a shelf and probably not get used until uh, I get bored enough to, to, to try Imperial Knights. Until, um, until you get so tired that you can't finish that painting that army the night before an event. <laughs> Exactly. That's what they're going to be perfect for. I've got As big stumpy robots. <laughs> <laughs> All the goddamn time. Uh, until you've seen Callum actually like spraying miniatures on a train platform on the way to an event. <laughs> <laughs> you know. That was a very long time ago in my defence. And my process <laughs> has evolved since then. The night before. Yeah, yeah. Predominantly the night before. Um, I've done the odd thing, like like finish base rims the on the same night and um, on the same day as an event. Um, I'm pretty sure I was still painting unit markings on my Drakari for the first time I used them at confrontation a couple of years ago, um, the morning of the event. I um, think we've all been there, haven't we? Um, yeah, I, yeah. I think you and me were sharing a room at the old Premier Inn up in Nottingham when I'm sitting there painting. Uh, Painting old uh, saber tooth um, for my my ogre army. Um, so yeah, well, I, th- I think we've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Good times. Um, spe- <laughs> speaking of those uh, AOS tournaments, I, th- I think that was the first GT season, isn't it? We started to go to those. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was good. Front- Frontline Gaming randomly used a uh, a picture from one of the first AOS GT heats, uh, and I am front and center in the middle of it. So. Um, Oh. Uh, they'll be receiving um, contact from my lawyers uh, <laughs> for using me. I'm not, sure uh, you're wearing mission. some kind of NFL shirt, lime green. Yeah, yeah, I was wearing uh, one of my uh, action green Seattle Seahawks jerseys. Um, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure it was only like 10 o'clock in the morning, but I was already very, very sweaty. Uh, <laughs> so uh, it's, a, it's a great look. Is it shiny? I promise I won't steal the picture and do horrible Photoshop related things to it. For personal pleasure. <laughs> um, I have been working on my Death Guard over the last couple of weeks. Yes, um, excited, mm. excited to hear what's been going on with these. Yes, yeah. I've uh, I've now got the initial 2,000 point army. It's all built. Uh, I've got a little bit of gap filling and conversion work to do on uh, what I'll be using for my spawn. Um, but actually today, um, I've uh, started to do some spraying, a little bit of airbrushing, and um, getting the first colours on my uh, my first unit plague marines. So that's very exciting. Um, very. Yes, yeah, so they're underway. 
Um, luckily, it, it cooled off a little bit, so it's made the uh, the spraying a little bit easier. Um, <laughs> it's not dry before it hits it. You mean? <laughs> no. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you're just spraying powder. That yeah. beautiful powdery finish. Yeah. If I was uh, if I was going for a dusty look, uh, I would uh, I'd be repainting my thousand suns in that weather with that technique. <laughs> oh, lovely! <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so uh, so yeah, we've we've all been up to varying degrees of hobby. Um, some of us more than others. Um, so what uh, has GW been up to? Uh, new release wise, what have we seen over the last couple of weeks? Looks like they've been pretty busy. I think Ricky wants to talk about Necromunda. Um... <laughs> oh, sorry, though. did I slur my words? Did I? <laughs> the the uh, yeah. new—is it the new Necromancer team? Uh, so, so well, yeah. well, well, we've seen three mm. new teams in like the last week, haven't we? So, the next edition of Blood Bowl, the starter set is a brand new human team. Which is um, beautiful. Which are beautiful, full of burly old rotund nobles with fantastic mustaches and a new Griff Overworld model, which is yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say they're all wearing pimp hats, but there's a lot of big feathers in that. <laughs> there yeah. is, there is. Squire, uh, pass me the ball, sir, please. No. And it, it reminds me, um it reminds me of Family Guy where where Peter um starts to play American football. Um, and then he ends up going to uh, the to, to England uh, to our wonderful town, uh, city, country, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> <Where we> are. <laughs> do, do, do you know where you live? <laughs> I don't even know where I am at the moment. Al. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, he ends up playing for like this this English American football team, and they're they're all very oh, sir, please pass me the ball. It just reminds me of that. I think it's brilliant. <laughs> I think it's brilliant. Yeah, those uh, those models are outstanding. Um, yeah, and, and and I think in that box as well is a is a brand new black orc and goblin team. Oh man, yes. Um, which mm, they uh, look, didn't they get good? Yeah, they look absolutely fabulous. If uh, a lot of tusks in that team, I like it. Yeah, spiky bits, lots of armor, and I like I like the the uh, the goblins or the grots in that team who look like they're attempting to block whilst veering away from where from the person they're trying to push uh, because they look like they're just going to get crushed so uh, <laughs> that's very cute and then uh, and then yeah we've uh, we've got the trailer for the uh, for the new necromancer team which oh, is, pumpkin helmets pumpkin helmets man is like yeah is proper pop, pop culture halloween yeah. team um, so good and, yeah, yeah i like i like the yeah, white that, that could lure me back in <laughs> yeah <laughs> i like so pretty yeah, uh, the whites are just the bedsheets. Um, there's actually a fourth because they they did the snotling team as well, didn't they? Yes, yeah. So yeah. I think um, yeah, they gave us a little update on that because I think that was on one of the GW previews yeah. during lockdown. I love them. Um, so yeah, the uh, the new pump wagon is very cool. <laughs> I like uh, them running around with like tin cans on their heads as helmets and stuff. They're very cute. Okay, and I'm back in. <laughs> <laughs> and Sam has interest again. Sold. <laughs> yeah, they they look um, great. If you haven't seen them yet, Sam, they they are they're. I think they're right. at the bottom of a bottom of a one of the articles. Uh, it might be the Black Hawk one. I'll go uh, do yeah. But yeah, yeah they'll they, be little little yeah. peak. They they look great. Really look great. Um, I haven't played Bubble 
I think I've started it at the start of the new season, uh, the new edition, sorry. Mm. Um, uh, and I, I didn't really play it much since then. But uh, yeah, slowly getting lured back in because uh, I used to be a big Blood Bowl fan and uh, I've kind of veered away from it. So it'll be, it'll be good to start uh, uh, smashing some faces in again soon. No, that's great. Yeah, I, I've got a bit of a love-hate relationship with Blood Bowl. Go, go, go through spurts of really enjoying it, and then uh, yeah, I guess I, 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 I'm off on the, the wagon. Time. Yeah, I, I'm currently off the wagon, but I think Snotlings will lure me back on. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And uh, what else have they been up to? I think well, there's the... a couple of new releases uh, that went on pre-order today that I thought were pretty damn sexy, and that is the. Knight Underworld Warband. Not so fast about the Armadurix. It it's basically Iron Jaws in a slightly different pose by the looks of it. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. Um, yeah. they're they're brutes instead of hard boys. So, yeah, uh, so they're oh, a bit bigger. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're a little bit bigger, but you know, an Uruk's an Uruk, isn't it? <laughs> Ooh, bloody hell. I don't know. The old, the old Uruk, Uruk Warband was quite tank hard at the start of the old editions. Yeah. Um, and and this one looks much harder. Because there's three of them now, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah three three in the bottom, and in yeah. and in underworlds, we all know that three man uh, three man warbats usually tank hard. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely the, uh... defensible, smashing, you know, swinging old uh, old sledgehammers type jobby yeah. or a tree or a tree or, or some tree. sort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Monologue. Yeah, um, the canine yeah. stuff is. Uh, yeah, the canine. They just look beautiful, and they have a very, very beautiful die set that goes with it. Um, and the other thing that I literally saw just before I logged on with you guys is the Forge World pre-order for the new Keeper of the Dungeons for Middle Earth. Yes, Ooh, yeah, I must he's, have seen um, that one. Yeah, yeah he's been right. um, poking around, and I think I think like there's been pictures of that model for a couple of years. Um, but they've never actually got round to releasing him un- until now. So that's um, that's Be real pretty. Because you've got a you've got a dull gold army as well, haven't you, Sam? I do, I do. I have. Sure. I've got the Nazgul and the Necromancer, and they need a big albino bearded friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. Brilliant. 100%. Brilliant. <laughs> um, and I think um, so, so. That's all very cool. I'm I'm hoping we get the. Uh, um, I hope we get the. Um, Middle Earth made to order that was teased before lockdown and the new plastic AMS soon as well because those models are outstanding. Um, He's the one that was three different AMS, right? Yeah, it's um, so it builds an AMS on foot and an AMS on horse, but oh, it's so in, two different, two yeah, two Big different ones. But it's um, it, it's I think it's the first Middle Earth plastic kit to come with like a variety of options. So you can have him with spear or shield, uh, spear or sword, and then shield without shield, helmet holding helmet oh, without lovely. helmet. Um, when I when I first saw it, I assumed the first picture is him like galloping along, throwing his spear, and I assumed it was going to be a Forge World um, resin. But it's uh, yeah, it's a plastic modular kit for him. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed, we get a few more things like that for Middle Earth because um, the the new stuff they've produced for it has just been. Um, Ah, They're just knocking it out of the park, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Absolutely stunning. Cool. So I think last week we saw the um, release of the newest Adeptus Adeptus Titanicus supplement, uh, the Defensive Riser, which is very cool. 
um, which has introduced some uh, customizable Legios and the um, new variant on the Serastus Knights. I think it's the Archeron and the Castigator. Right. Uh, which is very cool. Um, I'm they sure do I'll pick cool. up some of those um, and add them to my uh, my Titan Legion forces because uh, they're very fabulous. I know there's a, a couple of... Um, no, there's a... Uh, well... Uh, a, a, avid Titanicus community around our area um, mm. uh, and a very very uh, happy man and Mr Chris Revel who runs Tabletop Standards um, okay. who I imagine is very very giddy and over the moon <laughs> they've got a uh, another supplement after being uh, uh, left in the wastes for a little bit without anything new um, yeah um, and speaking of tiny models um we, we there's what Forgeworld just dropped new two new planes for AI uh, aeronautical uh, Imperialis, haven't they? Um, so you've got the um, the variant of the Valkyrie, the Vulture, is it? Yeah, the yeah the Vulture, the big single engine gunship thing. Yeah, so it, for for a little bit more more lasery shootiness, yeah. um, uh, which is good because that's a lot better because. I think when I was assembling mine and you had the the option for it, I'm looking at it going. Uh, it's not really going to look like it. No, but... yeah, it's a it's a completely completely different um, chassis, isn't it? Exactly. <laughs> I was a bit bit weird why they would say, "Oh, yeah, just do this," and you've got this. And I was like, "No, no, 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 it doesn't look like it. it doesn't look like it at all." And then and what's the other one? The transport. Yes, the Arvus. Yeah, the little Arvis lighter, Cute. which has it's literally like a uh, uh, Nissan Micra oh, in the air. I'm just looking at it now; it's tiny. Yeah, yeah I wonder it's... if it'll be as useless in AI as it is in 40k. <laughs> well, no, see, see, it's it's got a it's got like a dedicated transport capacity, which when you're playing some of the missions in an aeronautica, um, you need stuff like that, and typically um, you'd use your bombers to have a transport capacity in those missions to like drop off supplies and stuff to the. Uh, to the stuff that's the ground forces, but that is super cheap to add into your. Uh, oh, that's um, surprised. It looks like a Fiat Panda with a jet engine on it. <laughs> that's it. It's got it's got no guns. It's got no way of defending itself. If it if it gets hit, it explodes. But um, uh, I think I think it's it's a something that's existed in 40k for a while, and b just uh, just something for the for the tool belt really. I think. Oh, I shouldn't be looking at the Forge World page now. I can see the the new uh, Kinzar. For the Heresy character series, the uh, character for the White Scars, uh, with his with his oh. two big beautiful whopping oh. swords, yeah, yeah, oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You guys are now being mentally drowned out of my brain by Mongolian throat singing. It, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, it's stunning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's um, it's it's mildly sexually appealing, aren't they? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's only only my intense dislike for painting white that would stop me spending that money. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, but half of the, but you know you can paint up to like half of the model red. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's only half as much pain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and what went on pre-order this week? I think it was the or new release today. The new box sets was the new starter sets. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. ones. Um. Which are really great. I mean, I don't think I'll be picking them up myself unless I need it. Need no, the Marine or Necron things. But um, um, I think following yeah. in the vein of what they released for last edition, the first strike, and what they've been doing with AOS, I think they're uh, 
really they look pretty good. If I if I was in the in the mood to start a new crusading marine force, those larger boxes with all that terrain, that would be getting bought on a hammer taken to the terrain for making sexy, sexy bases. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It looks looks pretty good value to me. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm sure with I, I would imagine this is the way to go with each new codex release. You're probably going to get a new star box somewhere along the lines, aren't we? Of of the same thing or the same style. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know if we will. You never know, but I'd yeah. like to think so. That I would be cool. So. That would definitely be cool. <laughs> um, but I guess I guess that's toys. kind of what <laughs> I can't. I kind of guess that's what the the getting started or the start collecting kits are for. Um, probably primarily more than anything. And I know yeah. that some a lot of those have gone undergone changes since they were like initially released. Um, yeah, I guess yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Well, exactly. Patience is something that uh, Warhammer players don't have much of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or, or any, any at all. Any <laughs> um, <laughs> good and bad was that, I think. <laughs> Edit this section, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, uh, I'll, I'll make it stand out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can uh, see if we can survive the uh, the the. the the boatload of salt that's coming our way for, for mentioning how impatient people are. No, we'll be fine. I, I, I'm, you know, I, I'm an Eldar player. I understand the salt. Uh, and if you haven't got that much coming from me, I'm sure we'll be fine. That's right. But actually, having, having mentioned Eldar um, and, and linking back to our earlier conversation, having finished painting my Minotaur artillery tank during the week, we um, I noticed that it was toughness eight, which means your howling banshees wounded on sixes, Rick. They they wound anything tough as six on sixes, pal. So oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> so you know you're tough. As I'd, I'd remind you. Yeah, no no no, I, I fully appreciate that. Um, you know, with even even with the new reveals of what happens with power swords, um, I'm still wounding your sixes. No, I, I yep, get that. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't use my howling banshees to punch tanks though. Uh, please appreciate that's that. That's all right. That's all right. I'm um, just going to use it your... as, as a yard. For measuring, no, 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 I get that. I get there's some kind of personal uh Hal and Banshee hate going on here. Um, just think, that... Sam, if you were uh, if you're playing two editions ago, they wouldn't be able to hurt it at all. Oh, yeah, no, you're totally right. Oh, you're you're totally right. He would just have to take his models off the board and shame, yeah, 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 yeah. He'd have to take his plastic pointy ears off and just it was there was also the silently bring him back two editions ago. I wouldn't have had nice plastic miniatures, I, I would have had uh. <laughs> I would have had uh, probably the third incarnation of Howling Banshees that were not very that's good. That's true. It would have hurt more when you binged <laughs> those metal Banshees off my head <laughs> <Yeah>. for mocking <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's it. From a player that used to have 30 Howling Banshees on the table at once, um, I, I understand what it's like to peel them off. <laughs> now, good times. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's, there's still hope. I don't care what you all say. And uh, I think every episode from now on, we're going to have a Howling Banshee update. Am I right? I mean, more, more than likely, more than likely. Yeah. I, um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna... happy to mock them like ad nauseum because okay. they're never going to be good. We'll see. We'll see. Uh... <laughs> you, what what edition were we at when uh, Power Swords ignored armor saves? Fifth? Uh, sixth, maybe? Okay, that's when I was laughing at you. That, that's, that's yeah, but you still it. had to wound. Yeah, you, you, you still had to wound and also get them into combat. Oh, well, like... oh, come on, guys. Give me some it. <laughs> come on. 
I mean, I was taught, I was last night, I was playing my first game at night, which was lovely. And I was talking to Tom, the wonderful Tom Suter, uh, and he was playing his craft boards. I was playing my, uh, my Harlequins. And we were talking about Jane uh, through my love of Howling Banshees. We're talking about good old Jane's are and stuff and uh, where my, my solitaire sits there of eight attacks and um, the new, um, the new weapon uh, for, for the Howling, uh, for the Howling. So you got me talking about Han and Banshees like consistently now. The new uh, the new weapon for uh, Troop Masters where I get one extra attack for every turn and stuff like this. And we're talking about how many... And, and yet Jane's are still sits there at four attacks. Bless her. Um, oh, oh it's, it's so insulting. <laughs> it's incredible. And at 10 points more, you've got Ragnar Blackmane, who's just... Uh, yeah. Just, just dishing out so much more than this 20, 30 odd thousand year old <laughs> howling banshee oh you guys have started me i'm gonna cry well i i it's it's not our fault but we have just got to taste oh, some of that delicious elder salt we were talking about literally five <laughs> minutes ago yeah and, and that's the <laughs> salt that I love that. you see you've, you've you've triggered it you've triggered it i don't like it <laughs> i don't like it when i feel like a hypocrite shall we leave this segment here ricky yeah you an opportunity to can go, we cut can we cut have- have a bit we're of a half cry. hour in and you've already got me upset. Can we cut? We're, we're, we'll just leave it there with your equal opportunities, geriatric Phoenix Lord, and how oh, every other character God is sake. better. God's sake. We'll leave it there. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, so insulting. I'm going to pour a drink. <laughs> pour a drink. Get ready. You know, feel a bit better about yourself and then uh, join us back in a second when uh, we will be discussing. Um, the big news this week, bom, bom, bom. as well as the constantly changing DW FAQs. Catch you in a minute. Woo. Okay, and welcome back. Uh, I'm still Callum, and I'm still joined by Sam and Ricky. Hey, hey, hey! I'm still me. <laughs> and apparently, Bill Cosby. And having a slap. Let's immediately step away from that and and, uh, and and find out what uh, what Ricky is drinking this week. What have you got in front of you, my man? My friend, I have the most exotic, the most exotic rum you could ever ask for. So this week we have the Koyaba salted caramel rum. Ooh. Yeah. I'm both yeah, intrigued and repulsed. Oh, this is this is wonderful. This is washed down with a cherry Pepsi Max, our usual tibble. Yeah. Fabulous. And uh and and this is no word of a lie. This is this is just like you know, your salted caramel donut washed <laughs> down with a bit of with a bit of Pepsi. Mate, I don't think great. I want you talking about my salted caramel <laughs> over the airwaves. Oh, I, I, this is wonderful. Honest, this is wonderful. That that does sound pretty exotic. I have made myself a small jug of mojito. No way. Yeah. You've gone the full cocktail. <laughs> is, it, is it proper mojito or like when you did white trash margaritas <laughs> that time? <laughs> no, it's, it's not those white trash margaritas. Um, no, no, no. I, uh, Actually, actually made them. We were supposed to be having a uh, barbecue slash forty k day tomorrow, but the weather is um, apparently supposed to tip it down all day. 
So I was going to have mojitos for that. Um, so I've decided to drink them tonight instead. Um, so I am lovely, refreshed, uh, and minty. Have a minty party in my mouth. <laughs> great. Mm. Yeah, and Sam, what have you got? <laughs> you you still on the coffee? You uh, no, not even not even not even that this week. I am <laughs> um, last minute McGee. Uh, I have my notepad and a pencil. Oh, good stuff. Then. That's a terrible drink. <laughs> it tastes like crap. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you sat there with it in your gob. So, yeah, sucking gob. along. <laughs> sort of thing's a uh, delicacy in Hastings, isn't it? It certainly is. Uh, of course, that, that dish originally was a, a Gosport masterpiece, as you well know. Um, but Estonians are all about cultural appropriation. <laughs> Oh, lovely. Uh, Brilliant. Right. Uh, okay. What so, what are we on... talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Why are uh, we in? <laughs> so, uh, the big news this week. Did we want to start with uh, the world changing salt manufacturing change to space marines? Or yes. did we want to talk about the FAQs first? Um, uh, let's let's go with the space marines. Let's let's because, get it out of the way. Um it it's been it's been amusing watching the internet throw its toys out the pram, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it really has. Like uh all those people that ditched their space marines for Primaris and now and now they've realized, oh, maybe we were a bit hasty. And uh and it's almost like you could tie this good. to our previous comment about Wargamers not having patience to wait for things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. As an Eldar player, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just going to leave that there. Um, <laughs> so, 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 yes, I mean, I imagine people who are listening to this aren't so much under a rock that they haven't heard the big news that, um, uh, that Space Marines, uh, regular firstborn little old pleb Marines that, uh, everyone thought we're going off to the retirement home have now uh, been given an extra wound and are apparently getting relevant you again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and their weapons are getting a bit of a, a bit of a tweak, a bit of a spruce to, to almost represent what they're really supposed to effectively represent. Is it that, or have they just finally figured out how to turn the safety off? I, it's probably that. Would you reckon? On, the, yeah. on a heavy bolt where they realise that, <laughs> that every other round is probably an explosive. or <laughs> Well, extra explosive, considering heavy bolt rounds are all explosive. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, but I think what, in, instead of, instead of um, you know, the, the, the thing that's generated the apparent controversy, I don't understand how people can be upset about... Um, all of their toys getting better um, and, <laughs> and being new toys on the way. Um, but is, is, is essentially the changes to the drastic changes to how we currently see armies. So for example, um, all of the, all of the old firstborn stuff, getting an extra wound and changing how different weapons function. I think, I think what people are, um, anxious about is how fundamental is the change going to be for the other codexes um so like tau orcs etc and how do you judge um how, how how do you judge any like future purchases or building and painting models that you've currently got 
against not knowing uh, a when when the change when the big change to your codex is going to come, and b what that change will be. Um, so I can I can I can sort of understand that 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 sort of anxiety where you know for example if you've got battle suits that can have plasma missiles uh, or fusion blasters. Um, so if you compare them to the immediate marine um, equivalent. Um, like melter guns are getting the plus two damage at short range. Now, yeah. you could say, okay, well, a fusion blast is essentially a melter gun, but is that going to come with a points increase or is it going to actually change to be something completely different? Yeah. What do I equip them now if I'm buying into them now or um, or what? So I, I can get I can get that level of anxiety. I don't get the complaining about it personally, but um, I'm somebody who. Um, I'm apparently a shill for GW, so <laughs> I, I, I I you are GW's filthy cabana boy, and we love you for <laughs> it. You, you are, but I, I I do feel that you think um, um, quite logically towards it. Like I, I think a lot of people are quite jump, uh, you know, quite quick to jump on the bandwagon of um, of throwing the toys out the pram straight away, rather than um, you know waiting out or waiting a couple of days or waiting a week or so to, to see how things, you know, it, it's an announcement about changes that are coming in the future for the good. It's not worth throwing your toys out the pan straight away. I mean, you know, creating a new edition, I can't imagine is, is an easy, it, yeah. it's an easy oh, task, no, yes. is it? Like we were there with eighth as well, when the indexes all dropped and all the new armies were there and, Astra Militarum were rubbish and uh, Crawfuls were rubbish and I, I think a lot of armies were probably quite rubbish and then their all codexes all started dropping and then like the power creep started because you know this army knew, had its new codex and this is all the way that things were going to work and that that poor little index army was no good because it didn't have a codex I, I think we're probably in that stage again and yeah, it's not a 100%. bad thing you know, it might be a bad thing for your first few games, uh, for your first few, you know, month or so. But I mean, come on, we're it, it's it's always it always works out for the better, I think. And um, just it's yeah, be be patient, <laughs> be patient, or or just build what you want to build rather or, than wait or, to see what tells you is well, good. That's it. Or actually spend some time with your misses. Yeah, all, all that. Just for just for a short period of time, you know, Chen. Uh, well, show us see, some love. That 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 would work, but I imagine that people have been locked up with their misses for the uh, for the last four or five months. So I can imagine yeah. some uh, some much needed hobby time uh, in the in the spare bedroom or. Uh, what are you talking or... about, Willis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Gary Colbert. As one of those people <laughs> that works with my misses, lives with my misses, and I'm now sitting in my own little hobby room as she's downstairs. Yeah. So um yeah, I, I, I get I get the anxiety over it, but I'm far more excited about um that essentially being the idea for um the future. For, for the future. I there's gonna be big things there's gonna be big things coming coming down the down the pipeline. It will change how all of these armies are um Portrayed. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah, and ha- how they're going to play, and 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 those codexes will be specifically designed for for this edition. Yeah. Um, so that's that's great. Um, it doesn't invalidate anything that's out at the moment. Of course, you not. know, um, 
there there'll be a period of disparity between um loyalist and chaos marines because gw said that the weapon profiles uh, i believe they said that gw um will update the weapon profiles in an faq so there's parity between the codexes there but okay. the but the wound update won't come until your actual codex is released right um mm. so you might um so there'll be a bit of a disparity there but then the normal marine stuff will be more points etc etc um, and i yeah, can imagine it, it, they're going to um... want to churn through them fairly quickly it's got me crossing my fingers for the future, obviously having just picked up my old Grey Knight love again, is to whether or not that that increase in wounds will roll out to more specialist Terminator units over time. He says looking over at his hobby station with all the paladins on it. <laughs> well, the immediate assumption is that they'll just get an extra wound. Um, mm. but I, can't, I can't see them having paladins <laughs> running around with four wounds. That would be insane. It would be ridiculous, um, <laughs> but I'm going to hope anyway. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> I imagine that they might give them an alternate an alternative role to play instead of just being much better terminators. Mm. Um, but but that falls into the um, uh, but that falls into the, the the realm of rampant speculation. Um, I thought, yeah, I thought uh, that's what the hobby was all about. No, no, the hobby is about. Um, <laughs> I spent too do, much time online. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I mean, um, I, I get people who, who want to possibly um, keep up with the tournament meta, etc., uh, etc., et like wanting to to plan ahead. But yeah, if, I mean, if, if, if that's what you want to do, that's where you're going to be running into indecision and being held up by it. But I, I think I think for Joe Average Wargamer, just build what you want to build, you know, deal with it when it happens. I still think that's valid, though, isn't it? No matter what. If it's cool, build it. Yeah, yeah. That is my yeah, philosophy. Yeah, I'd like, <laughs> like as 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 someone who has has previously chased the meta and and still wants to do well at tournaments, even if you don't, you know, pull up an LVO winning list, etc., to to take to an event. Um, like I I I I still like to not get rolled over at tournaments, but still take something that I want to actually play with. Um, yeah, that, that's it. That's, that's, well, yeah, that's my that approach. Balance, right? isn't it? Yeah. I want to take something wacky that you won't see, but I will still want to... I don't want to take something that's shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah. I, I, will, I will try and make it the best wacky it can be. Yeah. There's nothing more depressing, is there, than you've, you've created that cool army that you think is wicked and you just get completely rolled over. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's there's almost a balance of why would you be at an event sometimes uh, without at least an ambition to play some really good games uh, against some really good opponents. And that doesn't mean you have to be on those top tables, does it? You can be on the bottom, lower tables, a lower third or the middle or something like that. You can still play some great games um, with, with your no, great toys like when, and stuff. Um, when we all hit the GT, was it last year, year before? Uh, I think my final game of the weekend was against an orc player. I was like, oh, I haven't seen orcs all weekend. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I was like, what have you got? He's like, boys. I like boys. <laughs> and it was just a sea of, of orc. I was like, okay, well, these are imperial knights. <laughs> <laughs> and he had loads of fun. Didn't win, but we had loads of fun. That's it, isn't it? <laughs> he got That's to scrape it. off all his points. It's, it's what but it's he had fun sometimes. playing with what he wanted to play with. So, yeah. you know, 
that's a good thing. Maybe that's yeah. what you want to aim for. As long as you've still got a smile on your face at the end of the game, yeah. you've probably done something right. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah, I absolutely, absolutely agree with you. Like, unless you're going to, to win or, you know... <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I've I don't really well. I've never played um, anything that you know, wants me to get ITC points or anything like that. So unless that's Blimey. what um... <laughs> no. <laughs> um... I think I did once accidentally. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, the confrontation <laughs> events are, are are submitted for the ITC. I think uh, aren't they, Ricky? Uh, uh, the the once uh, the singles is yeah only, yeah uh, the one at the um, end of the year. Um, yeah. So the the bigger. Um, 50 odd plus player one is, is submitted for points only. Uh, the others aren't because, yeah, that wasn't, um, that wasn't the intention of confrontation. No, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so, so as, as someone who doesn't, you know, chase standings on, on, on the ladder or anything, you know, it's not, you know, I just want to take some toys that I've had fun building and painting. Not that I enjoy painting ever. Um, but, 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 yeah, but playing yeah. with you do it all the night before. <laughs> What what tournament have I got tomorrow, Sam? I've been painting today. Dear God, me. everybody, me. check out your windows. Make sure that the world's still there. I mean, I don't think it is. I'm, I'm fairly certain that is one of the signs. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so. So I, I can understand people's anxiety, but I, I think just the uh, uh, the anger flash mob of. Reacting, yeah, reacting to things. I mean, it's it's good news. Like everything, everything's getting better. Like power swords are getting better. Heavy bolters are getting better. And power swords getting better means what? Um, that it means your Howling banshees still have to roll sixes to wound, mate. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> sixes to wound, just you, Sam, just you. <laughs> Damn it! Can you hear me throwing stuff in this room? <laughs> I hope it's Howling Banshees, and I hope the thing you're throwing them at is the bin, because <laughs> that's where that's where garbage lives. Oh, um, <laughs> but anyway, we we've already done we've we've already done the Howling Banshee bit. Um, so um, yeah, so I can't wait to talk more about the the overhaul of the Marine Codex um, when we actually get a little bit more information, um, yeah, and definitely. also. You know, and, and, and with that with that change in the Marine Codex, it's like half of the Codex is in the game because all of the Loyalist chapters bar Grey Knights are included in that book and then they're all getting yeah. supplements. Yeah. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised, again, rampant speculation, if the, the, the supplements that currently exist just stay as they are and, and stay on, on release um, and then they... Uh, release the Blood Angels, Dark Angels, Space Wolves, Templar, Black Templars, and Yay. Death Watch um, um, as as like a priority. Yeah, and um, so, so, so that'd be great. Yeah, so I can't wait to talk about that when we actually get a little bit more information on it. Um, and this, also, this... and also Necrons. Let's give Necrons a bit of a Ooh, Necrons. They're Ooh. apparently the big bad guys now. Yeah, happy beat boot. Are you excited for the Necrons? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping they get. And I know we've seen a lot of the new models, but I hope the, the, their rules accurately reflect like the new sci-fi horror aspect of the models. Yeah, um, mm. I'd like to see a lot more of that because that is very cool. Um, a lot of a lot of it harkens back to the old 
third edition codex artwork where they're like covered in like moss or, or cobwebs or whatever and there's those awesome like pencil artwork yeah yeah pieces of the I, I do like a mossy rusty necron <laughs> i i get a little hobby hobby buzz every time i see see someone doing that sort of thing and when it's done well it's just so good yeah when it when it's done well it looks it looks incredible but you've also got to think you know what what rubbish um canoptic tomb spiders and scarabs they've hired to look after them when they're asleep <laughs> they because they're the there, out. <laughs> yeah they're there to to, Not... to look after everybody make sure everybody's going okay and that the tomb world's nice and tidy for when they wake up um so I don't know whether or not they've just been like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, you know, have left it for three million years. <laughs> and there's, there's a tree. <laughs> Which is why I've always seen Scarabs a bit like the Scutters in Red Dwarf, just rubbish at their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like a really bad Consuela connectic spider. Oh, no, no, no. More, no more, no more <laughs> lemon pledge to clean Necron Warriors. <laughs> Mr. Silent King, not here. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's your second Family Guy <laughs> reference of, 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 of the day. We're going to do this. Uh, <laughs> it's not. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not fourteen-year-olds watching Family Guy for the first time. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Ricky might be. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there's other people out there, and, yeah. and those other people out there, we'll, we'll share a link. Um, a little bit later of how you can leave us some voice messages. So if if anyone's up for some uh, some Family Guy references, we can slip into 40k Warhammer or anything related to that. Like give us a give us a, a little voice message because I'd love to hear um, it. Yeah, or, you or even your Consuela, Consuela um, impressions because I think it's brilliant. Uh, you can also throw us hobby-related questions via the website as well. So feel free to send us anything there, and we will holler at the ones that amuse us the most or I... pose the most intriguing question. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know that we could receive voice messages. Um, so that's that's good. <laughs> that's good. Yes, uh, um, I'll update like, you when we go. I, <laughs> I assume that's a part of uh, part part of the. Uh, uh, the podcast platform we're using that I haven't bothered to look at. Um, so, um, so that'd be great, guys. Um, we're yeah. new. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's um, either that or it's an entirely new feature invented by Ricky's rum intake. But yeah, we'll um, see. In well, fairness, uh, I have been for a walk today that started at around about 12 o'clock and we played some uh, walking related rum drinking games whilst in the woods. Oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a case of spot the dog. Uh, anyone uh, with a yellow T-shirt, you can see where this is going. Yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so before we have an intervention for Ricky and his uh, his drinking habits, um, I'll just pop mine up. Um, <laughs> so the other, the other, the other big news generating thing this week was we got the uh, FAQs mm-hmm. for, uh, uh, for 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 the rulebook chapter approved and uh, a few other bits and pieces got updated uh, as well. So it did make me um, do a very quick yo-yo uh, yeah. <laughs> this week with the uh, with the vehicle FAQ when that first dropped. Yes. Um, yeah. Looking at my army of all dreadnoughts, I was like, oh, I better go and think. And then a day later, it was back to how it was, and I didn't need to even bother looking at my codex. Yes. Oh, so... was calm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so that was uh, that was something that I think rightly generated some 
uh, confusion and animosity was the was the first um, FAQ or or, or um, errata or designers notes, whatever they called it this time, um, was that. Um, GW hadn't intended that two demon princes could walk up the board hand in hand and not be shot at. Um, so they immediately changed it so uh, that vehicles or uh, monsters with fewer than 10 wounds couldn't block for characters regardless of the, regardless as to whether or not the vehicle itself was a, um, a vehicle or monster was, was a character. And so I think that um, caused mild heart attacks with Drakari players and Harlequin players all across the world, and 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 don't forget Space Marines too. Those poor Imperial Fist players with their Thunderfire cannons—they probably flogged them all on eBay that night. <laughs> they they might very. I well wish have... I thought about that. I would I would have been ready to receive them all in my big impulse <laughs> <laughs> impulse cell. <laughs> That's it. And then the next day they were like. I will be declining this eBay <laughs> <laughs> buy it now of ten pounds. <laughs> yes, and then um, so GW's um, rules writing team and the Warhammer community team did take all of that feedback on. I think it was um, it was either uh, it was a day intern. later, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, either, either a day later, the or... player community kidnapping rules writers' children or anything <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah, it was all the Drakari guys. Literally savage, flesh boring weirdos. <laughs> Are we going to go there? <laughs> I, I think we can go there. Callum, you still got your Drakari army, right? I've still got my Drakari army. It's. Um, Did you go that route? Somewhere. Um, no, <laughs> I, I, I was, um, I was, I was consoling people who were currently playing with Drakari that um, that they should maybe dig out those raiders. Um, but now they don't need to because Venom's now block <laughs> now block for characters again. See, see for me as a as a Harlequin player, I missed it entirely. <laughs> the next day, I came in and went, "You changed it back from what? Oh, oh, that would have been bad. That would have been real very much where that's very much where I was with my Marine Army because it, it, it's it's all dreadnoughts really." <laughs> And I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to go and look at those. And then I was busy with work. And then when I went to look <laughs> yeah. at it the next day, <laughs> and a notification saying, there's a new FAQ out. Oh, oh they fixed it. Okay, right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I love so having I, a life sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so I think, I think that rightly um, caused, caused a bit of consternation um, because it, it, it seemed like there, there was never the intention to let monster characters block for each other. And that the very simple fix would have been just to not let characters do it, um, mm. but then that that went wrong. But they fixed it. Like I don't, I don't think yeah. GW. I've ever seen GW respond to something so quickly. Um, yeah, it was yeah, pretty. It's, quick it's obvious around. it was a, a misintention. Uh, yeah, which it's, is why it's, they uh, reacted so fast. Yeah, it, it it it's an error. You know, Oops. Uh, if there were, if if anybody did play a game on the like. Tuesday <laughs> between between the FAQ and the updated <laughs> FAQ, and they lost all of their characters because their opponent could could shoot at them. I feel bad for you, but it's also a pickup game. Clearly, on like a Tuesday night, yeah. And uh, this yeah. Tuesday, don't change your army list. Get back in there. And yeah, go reap havoc. Exactly. It's fine. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> Um, and then, and then there's a few other. Did so? Did anybody else pick up a uh, pick up on any of the other changes uh, in the FAQs at all? Anybody paying um, attention to that? Obviously, I went and had a few look at things. Yeah. Yes. 
So Smite has and 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 I wasn't even in sh- I wasn't even sure that this interpretation was correct. I disregarded but, it. I think and yeah. just kept it as what I think we all knew it as. Yes. Yeah, so and now I, di- I didn't realise that. Oh, yeah. Oh, so now, uh, <laughs> so now GW have clarified that you can cast multiple smites in a turn with different units, but the same psyker can't cast it more than once. Yeah. Um. So you can't give Magnus four plus to cast and potentially do. 8d6 mortal wounds worth of smites in a psychic phase. Yeah. Um, which is something I'm quite sad about because that would have been very, very funny um, for the one time that you do it. And then I imagine I'd be on the floor with a concussion with a, <laughs> with a, with a big shit eating grin on my face. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things that's like, that's, that's what I imagine Magnus would be like. But they we have can't to have it balance. all, can we, pal? No, no, you've got to balance them within the game. And yeah, machine gunning smites like that was would have been silly. So um, <laughs> that uh, Tuesday, though, <laughs> yeah, that's all about. Been... So those well, gaming clubs that may be listening that meet on Tuesdays, you guys are literally living life at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bastards. But, um, yeah, yeah. Other, other than that, I think I think everything was fairly. Um, was fairly expected. It was just like tidying up um, wordings like to heavy cover um, because the wording of, of heavy cover was your if you charged into cover, your opponent didn't get the plus one save, um, which was opposite to what was intended, which was you get the plus one save in combat if you're in heavy cover unless you charge. Um, so I think that was just a fixing of a of a poor, poor wording that um, that was that was needed, and and now it's fixed. So that's great. Um, In turn, rules right uh, strikes again. Well, well, yeah, it, it it's something that um, you know those those sorts of things. I usually give GW leeway un- until the FAQs come out because yeah, um, like everybody knows about the the playtesting situation and GW you know frequently get stuff wrong and have to change it immediately um with FAQs and stuff but the the game is still good like that those those things obviously being um different to what is intended um you know if as long as you can go well they're obviously going to fix that then it's not the end of the world um and and and, and they did fix it i mean um so something that um, something else that I saw was that was the clarification on on how the blast weapons work, mm. um, which is not something I I sort of picked up on because I think GW um, put it put it out either wrong when they were doing their articles and their hype videos about ninth edition, um, or maybe left it out there in in a in an ambiguous way. So um, weapons that roll multiple d six. Um, or D3 when firing blast weapons um, when it was initially pitched in the um, uh, ninth edition release video and then the ninth edition um, sort of like special rule focus was each dice roll would be a minimum of three if you're shooting six to ten models or or a minimum of six uh, if you're firing at um, 11 models so that made things like um, uh, wyverns 
like seem oh my god these are horrendous because it's got 46 shots if it's shooting at six guys it's getting a minimum of 12 and if it's shooting at 11 it gets its full 24 um but you know that that wasn't the uh, that wasn't the end of the world i think that's what was driving a lot of the um the horde is dead sentiment that was floating around mm. um but the, they've clarified the rule to say no the total amount of shots that that weapon generates is at minimum 3 minimum six so that wyvern now um you know it's going to get a minimum of four shots anyway because it rolls 46 so that's ignored but if it's shooting at 11 or more models in a unit it's it's at least going to get six shots um so those people who unluckily enough roll three ones and a two for their 46 shots will get an extra one Um, and you won't have you you won't have the situation that i uh, i had when i played uh, against some sisters about the other week, uh, and it was um, uh, I was playing with a big unit of uh, possessed and a big unit of plague marines, and exorcists were firing just nine shots at me, mm-hmm. <laughs> any unit they shot at, which was terrifying, <laughs> and it was making me scrape off models like hand over fist. And um, so I'm glad I'm glad that's changed. Um, that's something that um, didn't necessarily seem wrong, but it made some things seem overpowered. And if it was left, uh, if it was left like it was, I think that would be something that would drive what people take. I think you would see less hordes, just because guard would just be able to delete any 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 horde army out there. Yeah, hundred um, percent. There's so much blast in the guard arsenal. It, it just... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I mean, we were. Uh, I think, I think within within one of our group chats uh, this week, we were talking about now the. Um, you know, oh, do you take a couple of heavy weapon scores with mortars, or do you take a wyvern? Um, and I've just realised that I've pronounced it wyvern and wyvern in the same uh, like two minute span. Um, so we'll go with wyvern. Um, so, <laughs> um, so a wyvern costs like the same as two and a half, maybe three mortar squads. It's more survivable and more reliable because it's got the forty shots within itself. Um, and it rerolls to wound in a strength four, but the heavy weapon squads you can sort of they're a lot easier to hide. You can move them around the boards, etc. You can split them up, and they benefit from the orders. Um, so it's good to see some dialogue about saying, well, they do the same job, but they also do different things better, which mm. is really nice to see. Instead of just going, well, I'll, t- I'll take them both, um, <laughs> or three of each, because because guard don't cost anything. Uh, so, um, so it's nice to see um, that's that's that that sort of thing. Um, I mean, guard, guard caught my attention with the the uh, FAQs this week uh, with an update to the Steel Behemoth rules. <laughs> They're a bit more uh, tasty. Um, oh, okay. So that was what let bit. them shoot out of combat at things they weren't in combat with. Is that yeah, right? yeah. So that that's been worded a lot nice a lot more nicely so it's basically it can shoot at enemies that aren't within engagement range as if there are no units within engagement range so you can you can clog up a dirty great shadow sword with all the chod you want it's still going to fire that volcano cannon at the important thing it wants to oh okay um, so yeah that's that that's that's very helpful for the for like the super heavies and stuff yeah so they can also fall back and charge and do whatever they want as well now oh okay fantastic which is pretty tasty can um, they uh, can they fall back over units 
would they have to use Desperate Breakout? They'd probably have to use Desperate Breakout. I didn't see anything specific so to not, that. So they're not like knights, then? They can just it's not like a knight that can just step over it, no. That's, um, that must be terrifying. If you've got your Shadow Sword or your Baneblade or, or like your Minotaur or whatever, whatever nonsense tank you're using. And you go, oh no! I've got to get out. I've got to get out of combat because oh, my my nonsense tank tanks are shagged if they get bogged down. Like that. <laughs> it's not it's not, is... it's not like a bane blade or a shadow sword that can have heavy flame responses. <laughs> <laughs> but I can imagine, I can imagine you going, oh, I'll use desperate breakout because I need to move over here and need to shoot at that thing. Brilliant! And I've rolled a one, uh, and it's dead. <laughs> that is what I do. <laughs> and um... they've also rolled out um, grinding advance to loads of the wacky tanks and all like the Forge World Rust variants and the Malkadors and the Thunder of Siege tanks will get grinding advanced now. So Oh, mm. so is that the is that the under half that's movement the, double shots? Yeah. Shoot on the turret. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah, they rolled they rolled that out. So is that on like your Makaris and stuff now? Uh no no this is on the on the smaller oh, okay. um so so like Russes, Malkadors um, and the weird little uh, siege tanks that are just bucket guns on a box. <laughs> they've all got, they've all got the grinding advance now. Even though, strictly speaking, the siege tanks don't have turrets. <laughs> yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, okay, yeah, but that's that's cool. I mean, I, I, I guess then that that again um, just opens up a bit more variation. I think. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're likely to see more than a bog standard rust rolling across at you. I think. Yeah, and, and and with that, I think we'll see more um, like demolishers and stuff as well with, mm. the, with the new rules. Um, yeah, they've, they've been given the blast rule as well. Yeah, he- yep. heavy D six blast, very nice. But yeah, I mean, essentially heavy two D six with their mm. with their um, uh, with, with that grinding advance rule. So on on, yeah. you know, you're not going to be able to get away from them, um, which is very cool. Very cool. Um, any other GW news or anything else from the FAQs you guys want to go over? Oh, there was there's one thing I saw that because uh, only only a few days ago I was chatting to someone who was very excited because they'd only just noticed a rule in Saga of the Beast that said all their space walls were objective secured. That has now changed to only be space walls troops <laughs> rather than all space walls are objective secured in a battle oh, has, detachment. Has has that changed? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because oh, okay. Because I I I can recall. Reading or, or and listening to uh, so reading articles and listening to podcasts to say that that hadn't changed, um, um, and, and people ha, were surprised ha, that I, it hadn't been changed. As I read it this week, uh, I believe it, it says only Space Wolf troop units and their detachments get obsec now. So, uh, okay, so um, before I check and look because I don't like to be wrong, um, um. <laughs> Uh, in the in the codex, it, it states that um, only their troops get defenders of humanity. Yeah, but the problem and in Saga is, of the Beast, it just says everything gets it. Yeah, um, so that's how which the, is insane. Yeah, yeah, which 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 which, which is insane. Um, uh, but if that has changed, brilliant. If it hasn't changed, um, laugh at Sam because he's just making stuff up. Um, because I'm sure it has, and I'm ready to pronounce uh, Sam was- Trombone. Anything to do with space war players is fun, though, because you know they are the saltiest of all players. Second, um, <laughs> second only to well, Eldar players, really. <laughs> second to Eldar players and anybody else who actually plays forty k. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> one, one thing I did notice this week um, it is just just the more we venture into the the edition and so on, and you start getting more to grips with the rules and all that sort of mumbo jumbo. Uh, fortifications, my god! Now they can't be within three inches of any other terrain piece. Yeah. Now with the smaller tables, the more I think uh, I feel like the more packed that tables are becoming. I don't think fortifications have a place anymore. Do you? Uh, no, but they've never really had a place. I appreciate like, they like, never it, have like, probably seen much of the light of day, the, but I think they're even less playable now than they ever were. Um, no, I don't I, think I've seen anything since someone tried teleporting a fence that had Gilliman on it across the board to assault on turn one. <laughs> well, that, that, did, that did work. That, that, that did work. Um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, yeah, but I don't, I don't, like when we own the only place, the only time we saw them common places when they were first introduced in fifth edition, when you could spend 50 points on an Aegis defense line and it was the best thing in the world. What was the um, other one? The, the little, the old, imperial the old pillbox bunker. Yeah, That's brilliant. One, yeah. That, one. Yeah. that was pretty good. Um, although I, I can remember um, someone at a local tournament um, called Pompey Pillage um, playing entirely rules as written. Uh, with a Skatari detachment where everything in the detachment got the scout special rule. So he scouted oh, a bunker uh, and it caused <laughs> a tremendous amount of fuss and was absolutely amazing. Uh, I think I know who this was and I can imagine him rubbing his nips in glee at every meltdown that was had over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I remember this day. Um, this this yes. weekend, should I say? Yeah, so that was that was good fun. The um, uh, consequently, they were they were playing on the table next to me, um, and by the time the judge had come over, they had talked through it. His opponent had made his protestation, saying that oh, he didn't know he could do it, so he should get to redeploy his army. And then the judge having to read through it again. Um, I had tabled my opponent, <laughs> <laughs> which was very funny. Um, so uh, he he was saying an opponent. Happened all the time. I think I think that was the pillage I came second at. Um, that was off, the one where my off, best uh, painted trophy was bigger than your second place trophy, wasn't it? Yes, yes, it was. Excellent. <laughs> oh, two things that are very rare in life: you win winning second place and Sam winning best painted. <laughs> I've got a couple of second places. <laughs> Mate, it's all about the nominations. Well, the isn't fact it, that you went really echoey there means that you've turned around. <laughs> yes, I, was, I, was, I, was, I did. I did. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I did <laughs> to turn around and check the yeah, precious like, things were still there. Check this statement. Hold on. <laughs> no, yeah. I've definitely won more than one. <laughs> and, and, and 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 I've got a first. I won a confrontation summer slam. Or summer oh, slow yeah. showdown, yeah. yeah so was, um, uh... actually, uh, I won the um, first and eighth only. edition confrontation tournament. Did. So yeah, get fun. And the only one day tournament we actually ended up running in forty k. Exactly. So oh, also, I'm not a real undefeated, tournament. undefeated champion of the world. I think is statement. <laughs> But also, I will cede the point. It is in the FAQ that only the troops get defenders of humanity. So um, mm, tell me I'm right good? again. Um, so it's good to see that that was changed and is correct. Um, because who expects we all? Anyone who plays <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, after now uh, attacking the elder community, the forty k community, and space wolf communities, <laughs> um, I think we're probably sorted for this section. Unless anybody else wants to highlight anything else they've noticed this week. 
No, I think that was it from me. No, it's been great. 40k. Oh, oh, no, actually, no, I did have one thing that caught my attention. I know we were talking about the other week if we saw something particularly good out in the wild. Um, And you guys need to go and check this out. There's there's an account on Instagram called Utopia Studios. Okay. And that's studios spelled Z-T-U-D-I-O-Z. And they have made a 40k scale plague tower. Oh, I've seen that, and it's, it's fantastic. Stunning. Oh, I'm, God. I'm, it gives me a hobby there. boner every time I look at it. It's got yeah. all of the um, like the ghouls and stuff climbing into the cannon and stuff at the top, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and it's got a dirty yeah. great bucket mortar bucket on the gun. top. And yeah. oh. oh, yes, found it. This gentleman called Magnus Eriksson, a very uh, perfect Swedish name there. Um, wow. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I saw the video and wow. it likes, it, it's like rotating, isn't it? And it and it starts yeah. at the bottom and then goes on for like ten minutes up. Wow! <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Uh, even to, even down to the tracks. Yeah. yeah. To quote oh, Krieger, that's... "Stop! My penis can only get so erect." <laughs> <laughs> um, have you, have, so, so, so that's that. That is very cool. Um, was there? Apollo. Was there? Was there any? It. Was there any cool hobby stuff you found out in the wild uh, this week, Ricky? Yeah, uh, so um, um, I, I take my hat off to him all the time through sheer determination and uh, and loyalty to his his uh, his armies that he produces. Uh, our good friend Alan uh, get to the chopper. Oh, uh, sorry, yes. get to chopper eighty four on Instagram with his latest Red Angel, his his rampage and night. Um, yes. where he's just done yeah. so his knights are all white which is a task in its own hand anyway and then once he's painted them white lovely beautifully he then basically i can only describe is gets plenty of red gore paint and flicks it on with a with a I'm toothbrush certain just just for the amount that is on there that he just loads up a leaf blower with blood for the blood <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not a toothbrush. It's an electric toothbrush <laughs> of of sheer blood and just cakes this beautiful paint job. It takes a certain amount of balls, but yeah, yes. well, especially yeah. especially after he, he he did all of the bloody handprints and stuff all over the armor, like the <laughs> oh, other ones uh, and the corn insignia and yeah. the, the kill markings. Um, mate, we get two chopper. What, what I can assume is that. Alan is a glutton for punishment because I don't know <laughs> yeah. if you remember his his imperial fists that he put together for the doubles tournament. Yeah, uh, the first alliances for confrontation. Yeah, that um, yellow was and what's his, what's his blue boys called? His spears of the emperor. Emperor spear. Yeah. They have all their runes on them. Uh, and ah, oh, mate. Yeah, he, yeah. He's stuff. a glutton for punishment, but it, it's worth checking out. Hundred percent. They were um, that night was um, it was on. Um, one of GW's hobby roundups this week as well. Yeah, it was, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so fabulous stuff there by Mr. Alan Frank, um, good friend of ours. Um, cool. Awesome. Um, that was also what I was going to mention. So I haven't seen anything else I liked um, hobby-wise, but there was a fantastic little um, episode by uh, 40K Today, which is a daily podcast on the uh, Frontline Gaming Network. Uh, which put up a little half-hour episode about um, um, mental health within the Warhammer community and how it's helped um, people deal with um, personal issues. And that was a really nice read. Uh, they got to uh, speak with, um, had an interview with a Warhammer playing um, mm. 
mental health doctor. Um, and that was, um, yeah, there were some really nice interviews on that. And that's definitely worth um, checking out. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I can imagine our, our hobby's got um, uh, some good, uh, um, you know, uh, uh, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Like, it's definitely ways, got of, ways of helping yeah. towards mental health issues and stuff like that um, through through its social aspect, its uh, community aspect that it has gathered around it. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, I'll definitely check that out myself. Like, um, it, it's, uh, I can imagine it's, it's, it's good for a good thing. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a good little, um, uh, it was a good little listen to, and uh, they promoted a, um, some, some guys, um, uh, somewhere up North and, mm. uh, playing, um, 40 hours of 40 K straight Ooh. to raise some money for, um, mental health charity as well. So um yeah, so so go give that a listen to. Um it was something that um, I I um I, I I just picked up on this week when um flicking through the frontline gaming network and um yeah I thought I'd definitely give that a shout. Great. Um cool, right. So um thanks very much for sticking around, guys. Um Ricky and I will be talking in the next segment about our actual first games of ninth edition. Um Sam hasn't played any yet because he's still locked up in his fortress of solitude and uh, uh-huh. so it would just be me and ricky uh so thanks very much for uh recording tonight sam uh um, no worries and um i no doubt we'll speak to you tomorrow because i love you very much oh, i love you too pickle <laughs> you you less rick because you know elder <laughs> there it is okay there it is. Cool. i love you all the same peace out family i'll speak to you tomorrow you prick <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, guys, and join us again uh, after a quick break. Okay, and welcome back. Uh, So thank you for joining us. Um, I am still Callum, and I am joined by... uh, my still Ricky. Still, still Ricky. Um, I've forgotten your name for a second. Then it's um, despite despite getting a lot of rain and a lot of grey skies over the last couple of days, um, it's still bloody warm. And so yeah. um, I've been chugging these mojitos, and I think that's affecting my cognitive ability. Um, so we uh, both, uh, myself and Ricky, uh, played some games of forty k this week, not against each other. Um, so we're just really going to go over our first impressions, what <laughs> happened in those games. Uh, what we learned from it and what got us super excited about actually rolling some dice again. So, um, Ricky, if you want to go through your game, you sort of alluded to it earlier that it was a craft world uh, versus Drakari, uh, not Drakari, uh, Harlequin matchup. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I, I've, I've got I've got the good Elder Army on my mind. Oh, um, Master Race is um, not included. Hold on. <laughs> and and you played a, uh, a local friend of uh, of ours, Tom. Um, yeah. So, what what did you use? What did he use? And um, what were your first impressions of the game? First off, oh my god, this edition! Uh, it 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 just takes everything that from eighth and just irons it out nicely that I've picked up so far. So so it's good, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So from from reading the books and stuff like that, and trying to get your head around it, I don't think it comprehends until you actually start physically start playing it and realizing that you're like, oh. You know, I'm trying. I'm, I've I've read it all, but until I come to actually rolling some dice and putting some units down on the table, I don't really realise like, or or even notice that you know what the hell you're doing. 
Um, so, 100%. Uh, I played 2K versus Tom, um, our friend Tom, and he ran a Inari slash uh, Bill Tan, I think it was, um, Craftworld. Oh, okay. Uh, where he's toying with uh, multiple races. Uh, Yvrain, Incarn, uh, lots of Dire Avengers, um, Warp Spiders in a uh, like a battalion with some Wraith Lords. Um, oh, right. And then okay. that's doubled up with a patrol with some, uh, some striking scorpions <clears throat> and some rangers. Um, and, and I guess some other bits in there somewhere. Uh, I can't remember for the life how the uh, the army list worked out, but that's pretty much what was in there, oh, okay. um, which was really Something interesting because I was super talking to Tom. Of, yeah, that's it. Yeah. It's like it's a craftwood army I've not probably come across in quite some time. Where mm. these different aspect warriors are are brought into uh, into coalition together, um, and so I was talking to him a, a few weeks about it, where he played another guy that we know, Phil. Um, and how he was going to run it, and he asked some opinions from me, and I was straight up looking at it going, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> um, and so I said, like, what secondaries are you playing? And so he had a chat with me about it and what he's up to. And, uh, and Yeah, was... I mean... Yeah, sorry, carry on. No, no, go for it. I, I was going to say, I mean, off, off, off the top of my head, I can imagine he's either going with, um, uh, like, deploy scramblers, uh, engage on all fronts, um, maybe while we stand, we fight with the Wraith Seers being expensive. No, you, you pretty much got yeah. it in, in one with Deploy Scramblers. Yeah. Uh, engage on all fronts, I think it was. And Psychic Ritual. And oh. Psychic Ritual okay. was um, with his Warlord Wraith Seer. Um, so yeah, yeah. A straight up, big ass, massive Wraith Construct, 12 wound jobby, tankard. D cannon on the shoulder, strutting into the middle of the battlefield, and and just <laughs> literally going, "Bring it, motherfucker!" Uh, okay, um, yeah, that's that, that's that's interesting. That's an interesting and, platform and to, to, to use. It, it was interesting because uh, I took. Uh, I'll mention it in a second of of how that went, and then um, uh, so I ran two um, K of Harlequins. So if anybody knows how my Harlequins are in any way, it's very bike heavy, as you can imagine with most Harlequin lists. Uh, with uh, three um, uh, fusion boats, um, so five guys inside all the fusion blasters. I'm soaring spite, as you can imagine, with with all that fast maneuverability and the boats. Um, yep. And I actually ran for the first time a double shadow seer and a double death jester with only a single troop master um, in that list, which is something I've never done before, based on. Um, the new white dwarf rules that obviously dropped just before the new edition did. And I've not yes. had a chance to play with yeah. the new Harlequin rules. Okay. So I wanted to play with all the new toys and, uh, and all the new stratagems and all the new, um, uh, pivotal roles. And, that's yeah. it. Um, <laughs> and, and swapping them around. And yeah, it's, it was, it was dead exciting to create, you know, uh, a soaring spike warlord that dropped out of its, uh, uh, transport after transport moved created a nine inch bubble of uh, minus one attack on all opponents around him um, uh, and being able to use a nine inch bubble of uh, minus one to wound on all units with an addition of a two uh, CP stratagem. So that created quite a strong little bubble 
of of quite tank hard harlequins on top of their minus one so that was kind of the way i was going with that um so with that in mind um i went with secondary objectives so this was the first kind of uh time of thinking about secondaries um and i went engaging all fronts as you can probably imagine so zipping across that battlefield getting as many ob- uh, objectives and uh, sorry table quarters as much as possible because uh, it's quite an alpha strikey army. Yeah. Uh, I went for domination as well because we were playing. Uh, was it mission twenty two? So uh, battle lines. Where oh, okay. You've, yeah. You've got basically uh, four objectives, effectively, almost in each quarter, um, where that would be quite beneficial. So I went for domination as well, where if I claim those objectives, obviously just making sure on the right side of each objective meant that I had a quarter. Um, and then, um, because he had three Wraith Lords and a two Wraith, uh, Wraith Seers, as you can imagine, I probably went for Bring It Down. Yeah. Um, uh, as, Your team uh, is now on the clock. Oh, hello. Oh, yeah, that was... Um... <laughs> well your team is now on the clock that, yeah I, I, I do apologize i finally got into a uh, a fantasy draft that i've been trying to get into all night. finally um uh so, so yeah that's the yes, way i was sorry. going with them um so yeah um we 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 deployed and everything and uh straight up um uh i lost the role to go to first and tom actually said for me to go first which uh, may have been a bit of a mistake for him um it's difficult to say at the moment but yeah the harlequins pretty much zipped across the battlefield uh dominated multiple of the objectives multiple of the quarters at one point and i i don't actually in all fairness we only managed to play three turns of the entire game but i think i racked up probably something close to 60 70 almost victory points in three oh, turns yeah through secondaries and claiming all the primaries through three of uh, three turns, um, it was it was quite savage for the Harlequins, um, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so having those two um, primaries and secondary, it, it it is a huge game changer. I mean, from eighth, where Harlequins used to have to play the mission massively anyway, um, to be able to play the mission so more fluidly and, yeah. and gain so much more from it. Um, it, it's a real change to I think from eighth into ninth. Um, uh, incredible, incredible, um, incredible way the the new the new edition is. Um, and I really enjoyed how um, Tom he re, uh, introduced the outflank rule, um, yeah, which yeah, was uh, yeah. which was back seventh edition, uh, sixth edition, wasn't it? Where you could, or was it seventh as well? Where you could uh... just choose to outflank certain units and bring them in yes yeah you could um you could i was put, i didn't even realize that was a thing yes yeah well so you, you could put um so um you used to be able to put any unit in reserve and then walk and walk on your your table edge That's it. um um and then certain units could um outflank but yeah now the strategic reserves rule um essentially you can deploy on the side of the boards with with anything um which is incredible i, I um, yeah i was like mind blown i was like oh i did yeah, like I was saying, like where you where you think you've read everything, and then when you start playing, you go, "Oh, damn it! I didn't even realize that was a thing." Completely yeah, yeah, incredible. Like, I mean, I it's like, it's oh. one of the biggest changes of the edition, Ricky. So, um, um, paying attention to something like that. Well, yeah, well, now you know. Now you know. That's why we play the I game, do know. isn't it? <laughs> even even like um, uh, another big change to the edition was the command phase. Like, yes, <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Like, 
you think you've read it all and then you've you've forgotten one of the, another fundamental thing with the command phase where you get your three command points. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was mind blown. So from <laughs> so from a Harlequin point of view where you pretty much advance a unit every turn of bikes to get a three plus invun, it's a free three plus invun every single turn for that unit. Yeah. I was like, why have I not been reading this properly? Mind blown. It was, it's been it was an incredible night i i really enjoyed the game against tom um kudos to him for being such a great sportsman for me uh dominating that battlefield so much unfortunately <laughs> um but i was just like i was mesmerized and i couldn't have asked for someone better to uh to help me uh you know introduce me back into the new edition it, it was really good i really okay. enjoyed it yeah tom's a uh um, tom's a lovely chap always great to play against um, sometimes, sometimes takes some sort of like wackier army lists, but oh, that there's always a lot. Of, I loved it. There's I loved always a lot army. of thought behind it. Um, yeah, always a lot of thought behind it, which is which is always great. Um, um, so cool. So it sounds like a double thumbs up from you. Yeah, um, yeah, loving it, loving it. And you, you, you play two games now. Yes, yeah, I play two games, and Ooh. I'm hoping to have another couple tomorrow as I've got people wonderful uh, coming over to play. Um, so I played. Um, Last week, uh, um, uh, an old friend Simon's um, Sisters Battle Army, um, which um, I didn't realise how difficult Sisters of Battle are to kill now. Um, <laughs> You're using your Death Guard, right? Yes, yeah. So yeah. I was using my Death Guard. Um, I, I, I didn't have the sort of initial 2,000-point list that I wanted to put together ready. Don't tell me, don't tell me um, you're using like a 1,200-point list versus everyone else. No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, I jammed in a bunch of possessed and, and different things that I didn't, I wouldn't actually use when it comes around to um, right. um, playing with the army. But um, I just wanted to get a few of the things. Um, and we had, we had a great game. He was using um, sort of a fairly standard core of lots of small units of sisters with storm bolters, a couple of units of um, um, seraphim to drop in with melter pistols, a couple of exorcists. Uh, unit four mortifiers, which is a penitent engine variants that get like fifteen attacks each or something, They're, like terrifying. Um, Celestine, some other characters dotted around, and a unit of um, Repentia and a Rhino. So yeah. um, it was really well thought out army, um, considering that he primarily bought it at the end of the last edition, not knowing that there was a new edition about. So it's adapted fairly well, and he's played, um, and he was playing it with the. Um, Order of the Valorous Heart, I think, which are the um, other girls that um, get a six up, feel no pain, and um, ignore Rend one. Uh, not Rend, that's AOS, AP one. Um, yeah, same but, thing. <laughs> but, that, but that combos really well with one of the abilities of the Imagifies, which give a six inch bubble of. That's the banners, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's the chicks running around with the big marble statues uh, on sticks. Um, and normally they can give a bubble of minus one, but if they're valorous heart, they can ignore minus two, which is that's, that's correct. I was playing uh, Nick, yeah. our friend Nick, with that, and I was using my imperial fists. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the, I, I, a lot of small arms fire just bounced. Yeah, yeah, I, I was, I was like, oh, okay. Luckily, the list doesn't have my, my, my list doesn't have a lot of shooting anyway, and I was avoiding shooting those bubbles and stuff yeah. anyway. Uh, or or I was or I was shooting multi melters at stuff, um, for example, with my um, blight haulers. But um, that that was a really good game, just just to get a feel of things. Um, we did 
we did quite a bit wrong, uh, I thought. Um, initially, we started setting up, started deploying, and then realised we were playing an incursion mission uh, instead of a strike force mission. So oh, I did exactly like, the same thing when we rolled. Yeah. I, ro- yes. I read from the yeah. wrong mission. Like, yeah. And I was just like, oh. And it yeah, we, to me, and I was like, oh, I didn't even realise. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we chose sides, we started deploying, and then we were like... This isn't right. I have I don't remember this one. Um, um, but that 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 was a lot of fun. We got um, so that was played um, on our uh, my club's first night back um, from 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 since reopening from COVID. Um, so so we played we played a few turns uh, and it was very close. Uh, I think there were there were like seven points in it at the end of the third turn when we just decided to leave it. Um, so you so, won then, yeah. Um, so it, well, I, I I I think I would have won. Um, Simon had at a small points point points lead, but I had my big unit of plague marines in the middle of his army he would have killed both exorcists and right. probably Celestine the next turn. Um, so I, I, I was in a comfortable position. Uh, Simon, if, we... if you're listening, uh, leave us a voice message. I, I want to hear <laughs> what you thought would have happened if you had another turn. Um, uh, I'm um, quite excited to hear your to opinion on this matter. Um, <laughs> the, the the important thing was is that we were just just getting some models on the table, rolling some dice, just seeing how these That's interactions it. work. That, um, that was pretty much the same last night, really. Yeah, so so, so that was good fun. And then I played um, um, my bestest of friends uh, on 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 Thursday, um, Mister Mister Pete, um, and we. Hey. Well, he is so sorry. Right, whatever. whatever. Um, <laughs> whatever. I'm, the, I'm the godfather of his kid. Come on, um, it's irrelevant. Well, no, <laughs> um, it's that's the only responsibility I have in my life. Um, so, Yourself um, is one of those, please. <laughs> um, so, so I had I had my so this this was using the the death guard list that I I originally planned. Um, so that was a um, so it's changed from your first game. Yeah, it changed from the first game. I didn't have right. so it was a week later, um, so I didn't have all of the bits when I played my first game. Gotcha, uh, ready to go. So it's essentially it was a uh, Death Guard patrol with a, a winged um, demon prince with claws um, as my warlord with the two plus armor save and four up feel no pain. Um, he's great. Uh, a, saw, a chaos sorcerer with a couple of psychic powers to to buff infantry units. Um, a um biologist putrefier who's the uh guy who essentially super buffs... guy with a backpack uh the yeah thingy. no no that's the um foul blight spawn the putrefier um is the guy with like loads of different jars and things on his back um oh yeah you know and what one, yeah what what essentially he does he lets you create um uh, a unit that can just cause bucket loads of mortal wounds on things so essentially he lets um anybody using a blight grenade within uh three inches um use a different profile which is strength four two damage and any six pluses cause mortal wounds lovely um so you can there's a stratagem that lets all of the models in the unit throw a grenade uh, which is great when they're d6 shot blast weapons um they're plague weapons and um, so they reroll ones to wound um, you give a character a wall or trait that lets them reroll all failed wounds of plague weapons, uh, and you could use veterans of the long war to get that plus one to wounds, so you're causing more to wounds on fives. Um, and also, there is a stratagem that lets you get six inches extra range on any plague weapons. So, 
him combined with a unit of 20 plague marines i had <laughs> essentially <laughs> is designed to rock up the middle of the board and be hidden using cloud of flies and minuses to hit and terrain um, and then just sort of dominate that middle table space what was pete using uh, so pete was using his drakari i was using his um, cool yeah um and i'll go through what he had uh in in a moment um, is this so, why there was a little tear coming from him almost when it was yeah, this, I, yeah. I, I mean I, I made a lot of disgustingly resilient a lot of five up and runnable saves oh yeah um, he was bitching about your dice that's right <laughs> <laughs> um so alongside that um i had uh three of the mythetic blight crawlers which are the little demon engines with missile launchers and multi-melters um because they're great for 100 points each they so had a unit of three of those and two plague burst crawlers uh, and a unit oh, of five spawn, and um, because spawn are super cheap, and for a single CP you can give them disgustingly resilient, so they've got a five up, feel no pain, and so they're a really good just sort of. Have I missed combat. something with spawn then, where they've actually become quite a decent little unit? They're, I mean, they're 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 fairly easy to kill, um, but they're like twenty one points each or something. Um, so for I used to, f- I don't know why I think that they used to be silly expensive. You used to end up with they, just the odd one or two running. Yeah, around. they they you well, I, I mean, you didn't really see them in the um, in, in the last editions. I, Maybe I, that's I, probably I, what I'm thinking then. Yeah, I, I, I picked up a couple of units when they were in the Conquest magazine, because um, oh, yeah. it was like seven quid for two spawn instead of like twenty five quid. Um, so I had a, I bought a bunch <laughs> of those sometime last year for um use of my thousand sons army because it gives that army like a, a, a counter punch right. um so i've always had like the idea of spawn being good in the back of my mind and when when the uh, war of the spider psychic awakening came out and it said you, there's a strategy where you can give any unit with a um wounds characteristic of under 12 disgustingly resilient for a single cp i, I immediately thought spawn this is great on spawn mm-hmm. that's that's 20 wounds for like a hundred and 10 points or 115 points with oh wow with with a five up feel no pain they're fairly quick they're movement seven they've got a bunch of attacks that are either strength five strength six or re-roll to wound toughness uh toughness five so oh, not, okay. not not too bad no, um not too shabby at all but they're ap2 two damage in combat and they've got d6 oh. attacks each so, so they're, they're not um, somebody we sniffed at at all no no yeah you've got to deal with them um so they're sort of like front and center screening the um why you got plague a massive, you know, plague bearers sitting behind them? Yes, yeah, and and then and then I've got a, a Nurgle Demon Patrol, which has got a Spoilpox Scrivener, who um, gives... he's the guy with the uh, scroll. Yeah, he's the guy with the big scroll and then like the big shouty slug on his shoulder. Yeah, um, he gives um, plague bearers plus two movement and plus one to hit and extra attacks on sixes, right. um, and then a unit thirty plague bearers to to make use of him. Um, and then two units of uh, three Nurglings. Right. So the idea is that the army, the Nurglings advance deploy up the table, either on objectives or hidden out of line of sight. Um, the Plague Bearers just hold a big chunk of the table. Um, and then, you know, either are hiding the, yeah, screening the Plague Burst crawlers or, or whatever. And then I move up the other block of um, big unit of Plague Marines with the Mythetic blight haulers giving them, uh, cover, giving them light cover with the characters. So I essentially work out of two castles. One is super killy. Um, the other one is is super resilient. Um, and then just sort of 
try and dominate that middle table space. Um, yeah. So the army's designed to to work with a couple of secondaries. In, in, I was about in to ask, rooms. what what secondaries is that working on then? Um, so um, my initial thought is um, using the GT packets called grind them down, and in the match in the normal match play, I think it's called attrition, um, which is essentially at the end of the battle round, if I've killed more units than you've killed, I get three CPs, uh, yeah, three 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 victory points, um, which is is really good for Death Guard. Um, because you're hard to kill <laughs> and don't have too many units. Yeah. Uh, and that unit of plague marines, if it gets within twelve inches to use that grenade bomb, will yeah. will just kill multiple units. Um. So I used that. Um. And um, another one which I quite like with the advanced deploying nerglings is either uh, is uh, engage on all fronts because you could just deploy in those table quarters and guarantee that you're there. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, okay, yeah. How many units of Nerglings is that then? Uh, so I've got two units of three. Okay. Um, so a lot of Death Guard so units. So combined with the rocks. rest of the army, that's enough to, to, to cover some tables. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Table I mean, quarters, sorry. Yeah, the, um, the, the Plague Bearers are deceptively quick because they're essentially move seven with plus one to run. Yeah. Um, so they could, they could, they could get places if they need to. Um, but, um, yeah, so, so it's so ironic, really, considering they're supposed to be like fat <laughs> little. Yeah, they're supposed <laughs> to be really slow. Um, so the army itself sort of like is designed to take that middle space and fight you, and then just sort of look to see what other um, secondaries are available as part of the mission or are opponent dependent. Um, I don't really want to go for any of the psychic ones uh, because um, if you use one of the psychic secondaries you can't cast any psychic powers yeah and i need all three spells okay um, that i've got to, to be cast really um so i took the um so against pete i took the uh mission specific one which was uh, i get a certain amount of victory points depending on how many quarters of my army are left um oh right which is quite cool so i had 12 units so essentially if i kept um more than nine alive, I got 15. More than um, seven alive, I got 10, etc. etc. Um, and that was that, that, that works out pretty well. Um, and um, so yeah, so, so, so that was pretty cool. Um, so Pete went first, um, and he was running um, a bunch of Venoms, a couple of Warrior squads with characters in um, Raiders, um, a couple of small Witch squads. Um, a Raven, um, uh, Void Raven bomber, uh, which which is always great. Um, the um, the other plane, the Razorwing jet fighter. I've I've got a Drakari. I mean, this is terrible. Um, a uh, bunch I of do the same thing each time. I never remember what anything's called. <laughs> uh, a disintegrator ravager, um, a Reaper, which is the Forge World support vehicle, which is which is absolutely incredible for its points. Uh, it's just the it's just the boat that's built around a big gun. Um, and a big sail that's beautiful. Uh, and then, um, he had Drazar, uh, a couple of uh, an arc, a couple of archons, and a small unit of um, mandrakes, right? Um, so Pete chose uh, engage on all fronts, which is easy to do when all of his uh, vehicles like move. Um, he had he was yeah, primarily Kabbalah no for Eldari of all sorts, yeah, yeah. Um, so he had that. He had deploy scramblers, 
um, yep. which which is which is such a good one. It's only worth ten points, but when you've got little units like Drakari Warriors or Cavalite yep. Warriors, they're not going to do a lot anyway. So they might yep. as well just walk up the board and, and then yep. plonk it down. Um, he used his Mandrakes to um, pop up at the end of his third movement phase in like one of my table quarters that I was ignoring, and that gave him the full points for um, engage on all fronts and deploy scramblers. And okay. they just dropped on, did the action, boom, done. Yeah. And um, so that was quite that was quite sneaky, quite cool. Um so Pete went first, he sort of hammered the main plague marine unit, killed I think he killed like eight of them in the first turn. Um, which is when wow. they're really vulnerable because you haven't got all your psychic powers and stratagems up to, mm. to keep them alive. Um uh did a huge amount of wounds on one of the blight haulers, took it down to a single wound. Uh, and killed a couple of Nurgling bases. And, but I was very jammy with a bunch of invulnerable saves for that Blight Hauler to keep it alive. Um, <laughs> he, he also had Bring It Down, so he got points for killing units. Lovely. Uh, killing vehicles and monsters, which I've got a few of in my list. Um, but it meant that Pete didn't actually kill a whole unit turn one. Um, I had to use um, Insane Bravery to not risk losing a huge chunk of that Plague Marine unit. Um, so I drained a load of CPs. Um, and then essentially, I just moved, ran the plague, the plague bearers, ran the plague marines, just to get into that middle of the board area, and um, and then it just became me deleting Drakari vehicles. Unfortunately, um, it was uh, yeah, it was quite difficult. I managed to shift Pete off of the three um, objectives in his half of the board in the first turn. Um, I killed the Ravager that was on the objective in his deployment zone with, with um, the Plague Burst Crawlers and Blight Haulers. Um, and then managed to get Nurglings to contest the other two objectives in his half of the board. Um, so wow. that denied him scoring in his second turn uh, any of the primaries. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so that was... so that was, And then I scored a load of points my my second turn and then it was just sort of building on from there killing killing all of his vehicles killing all of his units that that popped out of them um so pete unfortunately didn't really get to see the strength of his list but it was um it was great to to actually see him face to face uh, i try and see him every few weeks it was great to play a game because we've not played since february i think um and, hopefully uh, that's uh, that's pete back to the drawing board then to uh, to see how to see how Jakari are, are faring up in ninth. Yes, yeah. So um, both both Pete and I um, ran really um, like cabal heavy Jakari lists in the last yeah, edition. You did, yeah. Um, which is the stuff I really like out of it because I like all the warriors and the vehicles and stuff. It looks great. Yeah. Um, um, but I think you you do have to take more of a balanced approach to it now. You do have to include some of the witch stuff because. And I guess that's what the edition tried to force on it. Us didn't it like yeah a, a more a more versatile list than a than a straight up single I, I think like what Imperial Fists were for example like a straight up blow the opponent away to win the game style approach yeah you can't do that anymore yeah um yeah it's just not something that you can feed like I imagine there is some lists out there that can do it and still take oh, advantage probably. of the objectives but yeah. it's not. 
every army you're playing is just trying yeah. to do that because that's easier than actually standing on objectives. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was a lot of fun. Um, again, we got we got like three or four turns through it and then just sort of said, oh, okay, we'll, we'll yeah. pack up now. We'll have a drink. We'll chat about it. Um, I think that's yeah. where we're going to be for a few few games, isn't it? Before yeah, I, I imagine... One. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. Um, yeah, we've still got a, still got a few more. Hopefully, uh, I've got some of the guys around um, tomorrow to play some um, to play some games. Good stuff uh, throughout the day. Um, we'll have a chat about them in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, bounce bouncing ideas back off, back and forth off each other, um, and uh, and and really see how it goes. Um, so yeah, just just got to learn, got to got to find which of those secondaries you really want, which ones are actually traps and, you know, ones that look good, but are actually difficult to achieve or. Well, that's or... it, isn't it? What might look good on paper doesn't necessarily work on a battlefield. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, and then you can really get really meta with it of taking secondaries to counter your opponent's secondaries or taking units to specifically counter secondaries, you know, 100%. And I, I guess that will come that. with the more games that we play and the, the more we see those armies starting to develop in a specific local meta or even even a national meta style. Um, you yes, know, yeah. Where 40k evolves on. to go and, and you can start, yeah, you, you start seeing those patterns, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's what I can't wait for. I can't wait to have you uh, like a semi competent knowledge of of what the edition is, what sort of things you'll see, and yeah, then 100%. building lists to to engage in that. Um, hopefully, I'm 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 hoping that things stay sort of in a local meta for for a bit longer. Um, I think we're likely to to see that because we're not going to see huge tournaments. Um, definitely not really, in no. the US, definitely not in the UK. Um, the Australians seem to play. A completely different style of Warhammer to everybody else, even though they're the largest market market at the moment playing playing tournaments. Well, um, they they're locked within themselves, aren't they? Like no yeah. one can enter the country, no one can leave yeah. the country. We've got our own our own yeah. tournaments. Let's go nuts. Um. Uh, so so yeah. So so I think I think you'll see that, and and it will be well. You know, nobody's playing, nobody's winning the ITC with this particular list at the moment. So you don't won't necessarily see carbon copies of that at local events there'll no. still be like so so I've, I've been made aware that a couple of the um uh, a couple of the big personalities in the uk um yesterday yeah friday evening put out one put out a how to play with death guard um uh podcast uh including the uh the blight grenade bomb and then another was how how to beat death guard including the blight grenade bomb um so i like to think that i was a little bit ahead of the times there <laughs> no. But then, then there's also been. Um, I'm going to give up 40k for a few months until the new books are out because I've had enough. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of that about. But um, but yeah, I can't I can't I can't wait um to just play play more games. I can't, I can't wait to 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 be at a tournament again and just rolling some dice and, and getting getting pissed. Um, well, we've got a relax of some new rules coming from the government, haven't we? So. Mm-hmm. Local tournaments and stuff like that might be a thing in the future, but um, yep. obviously that's down to venues and Fingers we'll see crossed. how that goes, don't we? That's yep. all we can do. Yeah. So, I, and I, and I feel like that's when you really get get the feel of a list. Um, I mean, we we sort of went through it earlier. The sort of level 
we go at to play at tournaments is that sort of I don't want to get rolled. I want to do well, but I want to do well with an army that I want to play with. Yeah, um, it's, it's a weekend away. It's it's playing yeah. with toys, meeting new people, playing new games. Yeah, we don't want to we don't want to get trashed, but yet we still want to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so yeah, so I, I'm hoping that that sort of um, philosophy holds for 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 a little bit. We can live in this little ideal. Um, bubble down in down in the ports of area playing some tournaments or playing amongst ourselves and then uh when the big national tournaments roll around again we can get get put back in our place uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we can we can play the big hard game now yeah yes yeah like, absolutely like, like pompey do even in football um <laughs> but yeah probably I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know i don't actually play much or play much pay much attention uh, anyway yeah definitely it's exciting to see where where we're going with this edition. Um, uh, so far, so good, and yeah, it's it's only you know the future is bright. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I totally agree. And and also, you know, by the time the Marine Necron Codex has come out, we see a couple more um, codexes. We'll see a complete overall of how we're playing the game, um, probably early next year. So that's that's something else to. To look forward to as well, which means I get to buy more toys, which is great. Uh, I get to buy new armies <laughs> and I get to play loads of different things and loads of cool new things. So, um, oh, I see it, isn't it? Super excited for that. Um, cool. Um, so, uh, was there was there anything else you wanted to go over from your games? Any um, any anything you're going to take into games going forward that you that you really learn from? I know you've only played one game. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, at least one thing with with blast weapons of models of six or more is it? Yes, um, yeah. Uh, so my bike units being six strong, I think I'm going to drop them down to fives. Yes, just, yeah. Just also, benefit. also, you 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 know you have to deploy them differently because yeah, because exactly. of the coherency rule. Coherency, yeah. Um, that's that's what was pointed out to me. So I had one unit of five and two units of six. Uh, so I, I definitely uh, I'll definitely drop a couple. I mean. I lose 2d6s worth of haywire against vehicles and stuff. But I feel with the new introduction of secondaries, I can make up for that on the battlefield um, uh, with with the introduction to even another death jester running around or another troop master or maybe uh, another couple of uh, troop units or another single troop unit. I, I yeah. don't know. Um, so another couple of games might be able to iron that out for me. And then hopefully um, by that time uh, I've got some custodies built uh, and I can start playing with uh, with them, see how they fare out. Uh, yeah, but yeah. For for now, that's that dropping that units down to five from six uh, definitely uh, seems to uh, seems to be beneficial for armies that rely on multiple small units. Yes. Uh, I wouldn't yeah. say multiple small units is the way forward. It doesn't work for all races, uh, as I think might Tom might have found found out. Yes, yeah, um, I think it's um, it, it, it's it's definitely something that some armies can take advantage of. Yeah, um, but that comes with the inherent disadvantage of, of some of the secondaries. Hundred um, percent. So, so, like, um, grind them down, for example. If you're playing with loads of units of five, you know, rangers or Skatari yeah. or whatever running around the board. They're very easy to delete without without a lot of outlay. Yeah. Um, so that's something that you've also got to consider is 
what sort of secondaries does this army easily bleed? And is there something that I can do to prevent that at the list building yeah. page? I, I think it the new edition as well gives you a permanent fix on uh, almost what you want the army to achieve dependent on the mi- uh, despite the mission, sorry. Yes. So with, with yeah. the secondaries, you've always got a goal mm-hmm. almost. Maybe maybe two two secondaries. So you've always got a goal, then the third could be you know, whatever suits best. And then you've obviously got your, your primaries, uh, which you'll just play to anyway, because, you, you know, that's, that's the mission. So I, I think I think list building is going to be very different this edition, and, it, and it's exciting to see how um, that's all going to start panning out. Based, well, exactly. re- really based on those secondaries, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not all just about what is super resilient and all, and what is super killy. Like, it's, yeah. not, it's not about that anymore, so... Um, I mean, Pete and I were talking after after the game, and we were discussing um, the merits of some of the other units that aren't super killy in the Drakari book. Okay. Um, and I and I said it's not it's not something that's like great, but like five Hellions, for example. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. They're they're fifteen points each, so you're looking seventy five points for a unit of five. But they're infantry, so they can do every action in the game. Um, and also their base move is 16. Um, okay. So with one, of the com- with one of the combat drugs, that gives them plus two movement. So turn one, they're going um, 18 inches plus D6 if they need to. Yeah. To, uh, not, not, that you can, not that you can advance and do um, actions, I don't think. Uh, I need to double check that. But, but I was like, it's for, for 75 points, that's something that you can easily hide. Um, your opponent's not necessarily going to go, oh, I need to kill those five Hellions, even if they can shoot them. Um, and then and then go, well, they can just zip off into the middle of the board, deploy scramblers, yeah. um, or you know, just move that 18 inches and charge something to tie it up turn one. Like You're not expecting them to kill anything, no. but you, know, you could contest an objective, you can jump into a table quarter. 100%, um, yeah. Um, and then we were looking at, for the same sort of points you get a unit of five Scourges. Which are are slower because they only move fourteen. They don't get any buffs to their movement, but they're a lot more survivable. Yeah. Um. And and you can even if you just have them with their basic shard carbine, poison weapons, um, they can still shoot uh, when advancing, and then there's a little bit more utility in that unit if they're not having to shoot off and do actions. Yeah. Um. So. That's a cool little, you know. You you look at these units that don't necessarily kill anything. Yeah, I, I was talking to something similar there's, with Tom. There's a place for it. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, um, he's he's using deploy scramblers as well uh, as kind of like a mainstay of of how the army operates with warp yeah. spiders and um and striking scorpions and stuff coming out. I said maybe drop the warp spiders, um, uh, and 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 bring in swooping hawks, um. So yeah. having two units of swimming hawks, one on the battlefield, one off the battlefield, means that from turn one you can deploy scramblers, then you can leave the battlefield turn two when the other one turns up, you can deploy scramblers. And vice versa, you can each turn you can just keep dropping in and, and taking those those objectives for the deploy scramblers with just these two units of swimming hawks just popping in and out. Something again, like you said, like may not necessarily be noticed too much because there's so much going on 
but they're yeah. just pottering around, dropping in, doing what they need to do, buggering off. Uh, and and yeah, that it, it's it's these little units that can just change the tide of battle by actually not actually interacting with the enemy, but just smashing it with objectives. Yeah, hundred percent. So great, great lessons learned from our games. Um, I think that's a perfect, perfect place to to to, to sort of wrap up, really. Um, no, I think so. We know we know where we're going. We've rambled on a bit. Um, <clears throat> we're going to play some more games. Um, so so looking forward to the future uh, of War Down South. Um, we'll be releasing uh, another episode in a fortnight. Um, so hopefully keeping those releasing uh, either Sunday night, Monday. Um, every other week or so, uh, we've um, spoken to uh, a few people in the area that um, are um, excited to come on and talk about their their ideas. So um, hopefully, we'll have um, some uh, guests to 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 interview um, and talk about their personal hobby, uh, where they fit in um, in in the local community, um, and and stuff that they're really interested in. So that would be great. Um, so yeah. So, so, so that, that's that's going to be good fun, um, and yeah, I just wanted to thank um, all all of the um, all of the great reviews we've had from people, and um, predominantly in, in in the local area, people have people have come up to me and said, "Oh, I really enjoyed that." Blah 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 at our club, or or people that I know uh, through the hobby in the local area. But um, we've had some listeners in the US, which was something that I didn't expect from the first go. Woo, um, international. So, <laughs> so I don't know if we're international or if it's just somebody using a VPN, but I don't know why. International. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, you know, if 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 it's someone in the US, howdy. Uh, if it's not and it's somebody using a VPN, um, good job, I guess, for keeping your uh, your, your your data secure. Keeping us on <laughs> keeping us on our toes. Okay, fantastic. Well, I think that really rounds us off for this week. Uh, so just once again, thank you to everybody who's uh, listened to uh, episode one um, uh, and and today's episode. Um, so you can really um, just make sure to catch up with us on all of your favourite podcast and uh, streaming channels. Um, uh, War Down South podcast is on um, iTunes, Spotify, directly on our Anchor channel um, and, and, and on a host of other um, um podcast platforms um during the weeks uh we'll just be posting up uh regularly on our uh social media platform so you can find us at war down south podcast on twitter um i believe you can find us at uh the same same address on our instagram as well uh ricky that you set up this week is that right that's it that's correct fantastic uh, and then you can just find my stuff and uh, my personal um twitter account is at sir clallam um, and where can people find you, Ricky? Uh, you can find me on um, Instagram at Confrontation Events, uh, and you can also get me on Twitter at Confrontation EV, um, where I pretty much uh, talk about personal Warhammer musings. Brilliant. And um, and Sam can be found at Forty Amers on Instagram. Um, so I think that's really us done. Um, Thanks for listening. Have a great couple of weeks and we will catch you uh, in the next fortnight. Thanks very much.